0: to the HR Happy Hour Network. I am joined here by my recording partner, Mervin Denon. Mervyn, good to see you.
1: Good to see you too, Trish. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: It's been a while since we've been together in the same location.
1: It has. I've had to come to America for it, but it's worthwhile. It,
0: I was just going to say, is it worthwhile for you?
1: <laughs> of course it's worthwhile.
0: Well, for, for anyone who doesn't know, we are here today at Unleash America, right in Las Vegas. Uh, just started and it's been a, a heck of a day so far. And we were lucky enough to snag time with Mark Coleman, the founder of the entire event, and Unleash as a world-dominating event now, right? Welcome to the show, Mark.
2: Thanks, Trish. Great to be here.
0: (laughs) So we're catching you actually just as as day one is kind of ending. How are are you feeling?
2: Great. It's been... uh... It's been a game changer for us this one we're in a new home so we've been able to do things we've never been able to do before so um, just looking at the context of what we did historically here in the US versus what we do in Europe um, it's streets apart and we're really really excited so it's good to get this this has been a how would you say a labor of love trying to get it off the ground for it's been a long project and it's a it's a big project for us as well. We're here for the next four years. So. Right.
0: Well, that's one of the things we want to talk to you about is is really kind of your vision of not just the industry in general. We want to hear some of that. But we also want to hear about for Unleashed because you have multiple events. But this one specifically, this year is at the Caesars Forum. Right. And it's not your traditional kind of HR conference, if you will. No. And so I'd love to just get your perspective on sort of what is your vision for this year and then maybe we dive in a little bit into what's coming in the next couple of years. Sure,
2: um, this year we, um, I, I think we to get into Caesars Forum because you know it's uh, it's not an easy industry to exist in, especially uh, post pandemic. Our competitors are tech companies in California who can book out hotels and venues for five to ten years, and um, and not just that. You then go into healthcare, the big medical conventions and stuff like that, and CES. Is the home of um, global or international events. So um, I think this year our handicap was we had to build a tent outside. We've never done that before. <laughs> and we will never be doing that again. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> off the
0: table? That's a learning, what learning well,
2: moment? <laughs> well, no, because they had nowhere to put our main stage because there is another event in the other half of the building. And um, I think building a tent, they've been building it in the car park for a week and a half. And uh, you've got to pump air conditioning in because even though it's April, it's 32 degrees outside right. today. So it's it's gotten quite warm. And, um, and just trying to figure that out with suppliers that they're not the same old suppliers either because they were wiped out by the pandemic as well. So... Sometimes when you talk to suppliers at the start, they're telling you, "Yeah, we can do that." <laughs> but when we talk to their people here, they were like, "We've never built a main stage inside a tent before." <laughs> really? Yeah. So you know, you're 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 kind of you know, that's part of trying to innovate or, or trying to um, make good of of a venue like this because it gives us it gives us you know in terms of vision, it gives us the scope to grow into something much much bigger in the next four years. Um, The main stage outside is good because everyone crosses over all the time. Um, But it is a big white tent. If you want to put your name on it, it is Vegas. It costs 100 grand. (laughs) Just to give some perspective here of the pain of doing something like that. So no, we won't be doing that again. And so next year we have the next ballroom next door. And again, for context, these two ballrooms are the largest pillarless ballrooms on the
0: planet really yeah it's Um, a lovely space and i think for mervyn i don't know maybe you can comment on this because you go to a lot of events too just the way that you vision and set this up is a different experience because you really have your expo at the heart of of everything right right? and everything else kind of branches off of that um and so I, i feel like there's more interaction i mean Definitely,
1: definitely. I think there's there's so many events um, that, that you can go to where you can actually avoid all the exhibitors, all the vendors, right. and just walk around the outside or shortcut. Where here, um, it, it, you, you need to walk past and through them. But the way it's set up as well, you haven't got the overpowering big names taking up huge spaces. Right. Uh, whether it's small small newer companies or whether it's obviously well established ones everyone has taking similar size spaces except for obviously a small number um and and everybody seems friendly right it's kind of you know if i can think of some in the uk some legacy uh, uh conferences you'll say and exhibitions in the uk where it's almost like you're always scared to walk around the the oh, lanes right? of it because you know people are just going to jump on you or, or start talking to you and here, everybody's smiling. Right. Everybody's happy, uh, and I have to say, it, you might not be doing the tent again, but it was a it was a very different atmosphere. Uh,
2: it's great. It, I, you can hear the airplanes going over and everything. Yeah, it was
1: just yeah, you know, <laughs> in, in a tent in the sun in Vegas. Yeah, and two very different um, style keynotes, shall we say, this morning in fact. Yeah. yeah, and
2: that's by uh, design. Um, I think with with Dean, you know, he's a bit of a, he's kind of like Josh. He's HR famous now Um, and super kind of uber cool and coming from Patagonia because you saw their message last year where the CEO kind of gave it to saving the planet basically Um, and what he's doing at Guild. But, you know, in, in the center of all of that, we talked about, of course, purpose. But Dean is that pioneering HR. You know, he's going to get that AI embedded in what they do. And so they are ready to take on that, that massive market change that's going to happen in the next two years. I know we've talked about AI for years and the vendors have had it on their boots and stuff like that for as long as five or six years, maybe. Um, but that content's just really gotten on our stage now. Um, and I think Vivian was the follow-up and She's light years ahead of everyone. Like, What an amazing mind. Um, and she's built two or three HR tech companies on the quiet that most people don't know about. So uh, now closing keynote is Morris Conti, who, well, if you go gone to YouTube, I think his TED Talk on AI is fabulous. But that was 10 years ago. So should be in for a good treat as a closing keynote today. So I think I think you're right. The thing I've heard today here is community. To your point, Mervyn, um, about, you know, just that sense of, you know, you, there's a lot of familiar faces and friends here, and I think there's that demand there. There's the appetite in the marketplace. They want something new. They don't want traditional events anymore here in the US. And um, yeah, and I think we've we've kicked it up a gear. There's uh, there's different formats here that we're test driving. Some of them are working. Some of them aren't. <laughs> um, but we're taking all that data back. So for part two next year, we'll get it right hopefully. So,
0: yeah what I, what I love is I was doing a session earlier today with some executives around uh, having a growth mindset, and I thought of you immediately, actually, because just the way that you are planning all the Unleash events, not just Unleash America, but in Paris, right, in, in other locations, it feels like, like you said, you're testing out some things, and it's okay if you fail. You're right. not saying, I have to do something one way and keep it that way for the no. next 20 years. Right. have you always been that way or how did you get into having your business be in a growth mindset versus a fixed
2: mindset uh it's the self like i'm very ambitious and i think of like when you talk about growth it is looking at those things that if you do want to make a difference on a global scale then you do need the power of the community so you know like Deloitte's are here for good reason <laughs>
0: right.
2: and we're their number one event going into this year and probably their only HR event so um, to have them headlining here but that's been 10 years in the making
0: <laughs> well it's about it's, relationships um, right? it's about this relationships isn't just exactly about, I guess that, yeah. that goes Mervyn to your point you were talking about there are so many vendors here that I either don't know or don't yeah. know much about yet. And it's, it's the sense of sort of growth and curiosity yeah. and wonder. And I go to a lot of events. I don't get this feeling right. necessarily.
2: I had dinner with a company last night that are in our industry for 15 years. They're, um, they're a benefits company. Um, they are 800 people, <laughs> multi-billion. No one's ever heard of them.
0: Really? Do you want to give it's, them a shout out or no? <laughs> are we not going to? No, no free advertising uh, here? <laughs>
2: Emprian, Emprian Business Solutions. So, okay. Rich Wolf, if you're listening. There you go. Emprian. <laughs> um, it's on but, you. like, yeah, and just to your point, it's exactly that. Um, so, that's exciting. And I think that is, I've just come out of a conversation on the future of work. It's all those different plugins that are available to us, it's not just benefits and. Payroll and stuff like that. Well-being is a two x, maybe three x marketplace that's kind of silently just there on the side of all of this as well. So, so I think there's there's those opportunities kind of mapped out ahead of us as well.
0: I've got one final question, and then I'll throw it to Mervin for maybe a final wrap-up question as well. But my final question is: if I'm an HR professional, I'm listening to you now. I'm trying to figure out why should I come? Why right. should I come next year? Why should I make a business case for my you know, CEO, CFO, whoever makes that decision with me? Right. Why should they come?
2: Why should they come? Oh, there's a long list of reasons there. I think um, if you look at it from a customer base, two good examples might be, and I'll give European examples, L'Oreal will come to our show, they'll send their global executive uh, they have 25 maybe to 30 big businesses Part they're, they're not this centralized business. They're decentralized. Um, they're very good at buying HR tech. Uh, they're very good at testing it and seeing if it works. And if it doesn't work, they throw it on the rubbish sheet. So they're very pioneering in terms of HR. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's, the, it's a company like that being able to come here. They want access to all the greatest minds in HR. So the influencers, the analysts. So again that kind of concierge. Um, of having access to the greatest minds in the industry and putting that against what we want to do for the next three years as a business. And they just make use of it. Um, not everyone does that, but I think there's something there for everyone. There's the reward, like there's the different functions of HR. So I think most CHROs that look at Unleash, they'll first think about their team, who in my team should come to the show. And you have 14 different stages to choose from. And if you've got a big HR department, then you've possibly got 14 different people that you'd like to send. So, so I think, first of all, there's content. Everyone comes to the show to find out what's working. I always say most people come to find out what's not working. Because it's devastating to get stuck into something for uh, six months or a year or two years and find out it's not working <laughs> right, <I've been laughs> right? There. the pain of transformation <laughs> yeah. um, and that being the only constant and um, so that's number one I'd say number two if you've got a shopping list the vendors are here the solutions are here and then the breakthrough solutions are here through the startups as well right, right? those guys are trying to fill a hole in the marketplace uh, usually pain and then it's kind of understanding what's the trend or is my business going in the same direction as the person I'm listening to on stage or what's going on in the networking on the floor. So you never know where the ideas are coming from and you can't beat the face-to-face. You can try and get on a webinar or anything like that, but the serendipity of just accidentally meeting somebody here who could be your next best friend. <laughs> I think I might have met a few already today that I didn't
0: know before and I felt that way. Right, so, yeah, and,
2: and that's life-changing. It's career-changing as well. People find their future jobs here and stuff like that. So it's kind of morphed into something I never thought it would be. Yeah.
0: I think, too, I've seen people where, and I've had this happen in my past, if you're, maybe you're worth a certain two or three or four vendors, whoever you're using, you could come to an event like this and find out parts of the solution you already have that you don't even know right. are available, too. So you can even expand on what you already have and build it that way.
2: I think that's a great call, actually. I think they feel safer here. And then they do at user events, because at user events, you've got to behave. <laughs> that's true.
0: Well, and to Mervin's point, I mean, you've got so many right here in front of you. Yeah. You could hit several yeah. and, and feel like you're, I don't know, you're going home with something that's tangible.
2: Yeah, there's an ecosystem play here as well. right? So you've got Deloitte invested in Vizier and Eightfold here beside us. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. there are two big partnerships on the go, or yeah. SAP, the same way. So you know, you're, to your point, you're going to find your, your your HR tech stack in here much easier than waiting for the sales guys to call you up at any point of the year and yeah. terrorize you with meetings. It's, and it's much more friendly <laughs> here than in that way, right?
0: So. so I'll throw it to you, Mervin.
1: I suppose there are, there are two things for me. Um, one is very much it's content led. I've always felt that about your events, that that you pay a lot of attention to the content and the range of content. Um, And it's not, you know, while while vendors who are here exhibiting might have some input if they have maybe clients on stage, it's not overpowering. It's not, you, you wouldn't know because what people are sharing are the results. And this is what we did. This is how it worked. This is where it went wrong. This is what we would do differently next time. Um, and I'm uh, hosting a, a stage called Total Experience which again is, is about seven or eight different uh, stages like that and that, that, that's to me recognising something that a lot of other events aren't recognising at the moment that we've had this shift particularly in the last two, three, four years from kind of employee experience, candidate experience talking like that to just the, the total experience yeah. it's just one I experience love that. cool it, Paige would be happy with that one <laughs> it's a career experience it's a people experience and one of the things that all the sessions that I've hosted today is humanity comes out because right. people really are passionate to share what they've done yeah. um, and, and honest to share where maybe they could have done it differently and, and there's there's just a, a real kind of drive about it
2: Yeah, I love you. that but Yeah, I forgot to mention that we've got HR for good As a running theme now as well, so um, we're showcasing that here for the first time, and we'll be doing that much bigger in Paris as well this year. I love that; it's a good call.
1: Yeah, and the other thing I would say is the buzz from the people. So uh, you you mentioned community of like analysts, influencers, and and, and, but people come here just to be here. Right? Like they come here because they want to see other people. There's a real warm kind of feel feeling to it. Yeah, uh, people hugging and, and, and <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of formal, a lot of formal. <laughs> there's hugs events. going on right I'm now. I'm hugging and, him right now. I <laughs> <those that> can't <laughs> see. You don't really get that. It's very, you know, it's it's quite cold. That's very cold. There's fair a real com- warmth and humanity that, that, that you can feel true. it in the air.
2: So we have two things on that. So we can fool our community into thinking they're happy as well. So there is a rule of unleashed that you've got to do five hugs per day to get the oxytocin going. out. yeah, that's I a general, didn't know that that's a general rule. I so, think I've like So you've just given one. It. So oh, have you?
0: I, I, I'm a hugger. Yeah, so I'll go do more. I'm totally down.
2: And the other <laughs> one is a culture of recipro- reciprocity, and uh, I think. You've pointed it out earlier. Like in asking that question is a few things that people don't think about. My job, it's not just vision, but you're because we're held to account by the industry. We're in the long game. You've got to get it right, or you, you know, you, or you'll have no customers very, very quickly. So, I think what I've seen over the years, the more you give, 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 um, you, it comes back. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> no, there is a business world out there, though. right? So, but uh, I think that's that's a strong way of building our community going forward.
0: Yeah, I think that's the difference. I think you're you're available, you're visible, your team is available and visible. We talked about this even last year, right? Um, the last May when we did this down uh, at the MGM and the team, it was just. Even like being, having people walk you to your seat, help you find where you need to go. It's not like pointing you somewhere. They'll take you there. Yeah. right. It's a different, I love that. I love hearing It's that. a family sort of feeling when you're here. And, and just everything, I know people on the radio can't hear but, or can't see, but the colors and just everything feels yeah, warm, inclusive, yeah. like you want to be here. So thank you for creating this.
2: Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here. It's been a long time. It's been a great call. Thank you.
0: So we look forward to hearing what's happening in the future. Yep. Um, in the meantime, where would you like people to go to get more information?
2: Uh, AI, Everything's on there. Um, the two events are obviously Paris. And we're maybe it's good to mention that we're not back here in April next year. We're moving to May. Very good. So it will be a May event going forward. All
0: right, my last question for you. What do you do after this? This is a stressful thing you've been planning for months and months. Do you have any like fun family thing you do? Are you going to Disneyland or what do you I do? Got,
2: I got married on Monday.
0: Wait, <laughs> what? on Monday? Did you get married in Las Vegas? Are we are we breaking news? Seriously,
2: I walked out the door at two what? o'clock with Gina on uh, Monday, and we got married. We uh, we yeah. went to downtown Fremont, yeah. Vegas, to get a yeah. marriage license. Yeah. yeah, and Caesars then put us up uh, in Me- the garden, and you um, didn't grew- get married by by
1: Mickey Mouse. Did no, no, oh, we had a proper goodness.
2: vicar called Brian. He was absolutely Brian. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it was real it was a real really <laughs> human. It wasn't oh. an Elvis impersonator or anything like that. So. Wow. Well, so yeah we'll probably try and enjoy Friday and then we're flying home my two year old is having his birthday on Sunday so we're gonna you have are a, a busy man a uh, barbecue weekend hopefully <laughs> I love that I love it thank you for spending
0: time with us I know most really, welcome you're thanks
2: busy. for having me yeah.
0: and Mervin, this is fun we'll be back tomorrow for we day will. two um, recording several more podcasts as well yep. so looking forward to
1: that I am too
0: great well thanks for coming with me on the ride it's a pleasure okay bye for now